0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. It is 8.30. No, not 8.30 in the morning. It's 7.47 in the morning, but it's 8.30. August 30th. We're going to be into September pretty soon. Oh my goodness, wisdom. Year gone. If you haven't noticed, yes, yesterday did some calculations in 3.4%, even after taking the loss last week. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow, using nothing but pre-qualified dividend stocks. What are they? Simply put, companies that have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 25 years. You know the companies, Bank of America, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, um, not AT&T, that's not on the list. Ooh, let me give you a couple more quick ones. Uh, CNI. I don't even know who CNI is. Dover. Uh, McDonald's. Wait a minute. I'm looking at the wrong list. Anyway, besides the point. The only companies I look at are those companies that have increased their dividend payments for more than 25 years. And a lot of these companies are over a hundred years old. I was looking at this one company, and I got um, I got a couple hundred shares of it, and uh, it went up, it went down, and right now I'm I'm uh, down 330 bucks, but the company opened up in eighteen in the eighteen nineties, and it's still in business today. So I'm not really too worried about it because I am collecting the dividends on it, and when it, and I am selling off um, premiums. To give someone uh, you know to some premiums, which are the options that somebody buy it from me for the same price that I paid for it. That gives me a little bit of extra money when the dividends aren't coming in. And um, if you're paying attention, you'll see how that works because we go for it. Either the dividend or the covered call, whichever one's going to pay the most for that week. The absolute worst case scenario is we're going to end up with a stock that pays a dividend. So, the first and foremost, we want to get 1% or more. We want to be in and out in a week. Okay? And uh, if we have to, we'll just hold on to it and um, carry it into the dividend play and continue writing options on it so that it would uh, continue giving me cash flow. Plain and simple. All right. So, Monday, we looked at the Dividend Kings. We looked at everything on Warren Buffett's list, which was, believe it or not, only one. <laughs> no, I think that was Coca-Cola. So, now, we are looking at the Dividend Achievers. Now, we have enough of them to look at half of them today, and we'll look at the other half tomorrow. Thursdays, we look at one of those spread trades. I, I love spread trades only because it can give me you know, 10 to 30% for two days. You know, And that's a great return. Don't get me wrong. However... For the amount of times i made money, I actually lost money a couple of times too. I think three times this year I've lost money. Last week, perfect example. Last week was one. I lost 440 bucks on two spread trades. However, all the covered calls and the dividends made up for it. So it's all a numbers game. And the more ooh, excuse me, the more time and effort you put into it, the higher the returns you're going to get. So today. Let's just jump right in. See where we are. See where we're going. See what's happening. BAC's first on the list. going to quickly go down with the positions that we have to find out where they are. Bank of America. Um, Friday, crappy day. Everything dropped on Friday. However, yesterday the market maker did uh, gap down a little bit. All right, uh, she she opened up a little bit lower yesterday, but it was a, it was a green day. So. She closed higher than she opened. And we're actually in the money at Bank of America, so we might be out of this position by the end of the week, which is fine by me because I can always work on the next one because I did collect premiums on it last week. I did collect premiums on it this week, which is more, way more than the dividend. Worst case scenario, if the stock goes down below what I paid for it, I'm going to hold on to it and collect the dividends next week. Okay, because We always get two weeks in advance that we have plenty of time to make a little bit of cash before the dividend gets paid. And that allows me to have more cash flow. Okay, so she opened up yesterday at 33.86 and she ended up closing at uh 33.90. Ain't huge, but hey, it was an up day. I'm going to count it. All right, BAX is next on the list. Last 30 days we've seen that high of 62.24 and look at this. The low of the last 30 days was yesterday. 56.40. Now, the market maker did gap down on this stock also, but the market said, no, we're going to make it an update." So it was. Opened up at 56.80 and uh, closed at 56.99. Not huge, but hey, up is up no matter which way you look at it. Coca-Cola. Got some of those bad boys. And uh, again, the market maker gap down on Coca-Cola. She opens up at sixty-two sixty-nine, and closes at sixty-two seventy-three. Another crappy win, but still a win. Okay, she opens up and she closes higher. I'm okay with that, and we're actually in the money with Coca-Cola, so that that works for me too. Um, all right, so last thirty days, we seen a high at sixty. 547 for Coca-Cola, and check this out: the 30-day low was yesterday at uh, 62.41. Apparently, people are thinking 62 bucks for a share of Coca-Cola ain't that bad. All right, NEM, NEM, NEM. I do this joke every time. NEM, NEM, save me! I'll get you my pretty. All right, oh, NEM. Let's go back again. Didn't work that time. Let's try it again. There we go. Newmont. Anybody know who Newmont is? All right. So Newmont tanked on Friday like everything else. And guess what? Market maker gap down. Opened lower than she closed. That's gapping down. Uh, and she kept on sinking. You know, people saying, I really don't care about NEM. You take her away. But blah, blah, blah. Whatever. So, NEM, we collected premiums this week. We collected premiums last week. And next week, we're going to collect premiums again and a dividend if we don't get called out this week. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Most people just buy the stock, collect the dividend. Good for you, if that works. I like to collect the dividend. Premium, premium, premium. Works for me. All right. Next on the list, Pepsi. P-E-P. I lost money on Pepsi last week because I did a spread. All right. Pepsi, we got a 30-day high at 181.07. And guess what? With tradition, well, not really tradition, but everything so far this week, she gapped down yesterday, and it was a down day for Pepsi. She opened up at seventy-five, seventy-four fifty-five, and ended up at seventy-four forty-nine. Not a big move at anything this yesterday, but that's okay because we collected premium last week, collected a premium this week, and guess what? Pepsi is paying the dividend next week. So, three premiums and uh, a dividend. I can go for that. All right. As I said earlier, Dividend Kings, done. Warren Buffett's list, done. Now we are on the Dividend Achievers. Any company that's increased their dividend payment to its shareholders and increased every single year for a minimum of 25 years, that's what we're looking at today. First one on the list, c and Before I put it into the chart, I'm going to put it into the trade grid to see... That's monthly, so I'm just going to pass that one. Because we have so many to look at. There's no real reason to look at monthlies. Unless you guys want to do a monthly. Because monthlies is a hell of a lot less work. Granted, you don't get a higher rate of return. Because you're only collecting um, a premium once a month. And the dividend once a month. Where here, I collect the dividend and the premiums. I turn the money over a a lot more often. Okay, um... BDX. I'm pretty sure BDX has weeklies. BDX into the trade grid. Weeklies. All right. So I'm going to put it into a one-year chart, see what it looks like. BDX in the one-year chart. Mm, sideways company. All right. Uh, started out at 250 75 a year ago. Basically gone sideways. Had a high at uh, $279.92 and a double low at 231.50 okay so from the double low that was in mid-july well, let's look at the next the last 30 days there we go last 30 days we've seen a high at 269.06 and we've seen some pretty good support in the two forty two sixty area okay it looks like it hit four times back at the end of july beginning of august We're sitting at uh, 254.44 at the moment. The market maker, say BDX tanked on Friday like everything else. The market maker uh, gapped down like just about everybody else, but the market said, oh no. So, anyway, she opened up at 252 and she closed at 254.44. Works for me. All right, so let's take a quick look seasonality find where this thing normally goes this time of year now i like the seasonality only because most of these companies if they've been paying their increase in their dividend for more than 25 years then they've got to be at least more than 25 years old okay i mean that's just plain simple um but i don't really know the age of this company but for the last 25 years they're basically doing the exact same thing over and over and over again so the company just basically goes sideways this time of year. Sideways is perfect for uh, covered calls and spreads. You now, in the money spreads. All right. So, let's take a look at the numbers. The last trade was 254 44 and the closest we got is the 25250 250, which means it's in the money. And it's paying 3.50. So, <clears throat> three dollars and fifty cents on top of two fifty-two, which would be two fifty-six. Okay, that'd be a two-dollar profit. Yeah, it's just a, a smidge, a smidge under the one percent return for the week. Okay, and she got the dividend coming up in two weeks, and she's going to go sideways. Not saying. That guarantees she's going to go sideways, but normally, the last 10 years, at this time of year, this company goes sideways. The stock price goes sideways. All right. Um, <coughs> so if you buy it at the money and sell the at the money spread, I'm sorry, sell the at the money call option for someone to buy it from you at 52.50, which is less than you paid for it. But you're getting $3.50 to $4 per share as a premium just to give someone the privilege of buying it from you at 252 Now, if you like the company BDX, they got their dividend coming up in two weeks. Um, if you just want to collect that 1%, hey, more power to you. Okay, JKHY, I am pretty sure that's monthly because the numbers are just JKHY because the letters are just all over the place. And you'll get to a point where you do this often enough that you know just by blurting it out what it is. MDU is next on the list. MDU is another monthly. Um, ADP, ooh, automatic data processing. ADP, I'm pretty sure that's a weekly. Yep, it is, I gotta throw that into the one year chart, ADP. There you go, ooh, interesting. All right, so here's what she sounds like. Started out a year ago at 209.26. Oh, basic on sideways. Has a, a double low at 192.80. Um, kind of like all over the place. She didn't come into her high of the year until just recently. Got a double high at 261.50. And just like everything else, she tanked on Friday. Market maker gap down on Monday. And the market said, yeah, whatever. (laughs) It was a down day yesterday, so to speak. So let's take seasonality, find out what ADP normally does. Because they just just process data. That's it. All right, for the next couple of weeks, she's going to go sideways. And we like sideways for spreads and covered calls. But if you wanted to just collect the dividend on it, hey, that's fine too. Jump in, collect the dividend, jump out, find something else. <clears throat> okay, um, last traded at two forty-eight eighty-eight. So the closest one you got is the two forty-seven and a half, and that's paying uh, three fifty-four bucks. And that is, hold on a second. Uh, Four bucks, it would be two fifty, two sixty. Maybe two fifty. 251. Okay, so you bought it at 248, 251. That's a three dollar profit. Yep, there's your one buck. There's your uh, your one percent right there. Buying it at the money, or if you can get it at the 248.88, depending on where it opens. When it opens, all the numbers change. The numbers constantly changing every second, kind of like gas prices or airplane fares, airplane flights, airplane flights, uh, always changing. So you're just like throwing at a dart at a moving target. When it hits, that's what it is. Okay. So at this moment in time, these numbers saying 248.88 was the last trade. If that's what you buy it at, you can sell the closest in the money um, option and get anywhere between 350 and four bucks a share. At that point, you're getting your one percent. If you want to hold it until next week, uh, two weeks, you can get your dividend. All right, ADP. Um, KMB, that will be it for today because we need something to look at tomorrow, right? KMB is another weekly. Is that Kimberly Clark, be KMB. KMB? Kimberly Clark, yes, I was right. Cool. All right, so uh, a year ago today, 136.64. It okay, didn't come into its high until the beginning of January, and that was 145.71. And then a couple of weeks later, she got her low of the year at 117.16. And that was in mid March. From there, oh, I like this. I love it when she gaps up. All right, March, uh, April 21st. Okay, this thing opened up at 127. Two days later, she's at the high of the year at 144.53. Nice size gap. It looks like quadruple. ...or quintuple volume. So whatever happened on the 21st of April... ...this thing just shot up the very next day. Which is pretty damn cool... ...if you're in that position at that time. But that's not what we're looking for. I'm not looking for hypotheticals, what ifs... ...or any anything like that. If you're looking for big, huge returns... ...this is not the place. I'm just looking for a safe 1% return per week. Okay, that being said last trade was oh wait a minute seasonality first what does it normally do this time of year okay this is something you might want to keep in mind before you do this Uh, right where she is right at this moment in time up until friday she's going to go sideways then after friday Based on historical performance based on what she did over the last ten years, she's gonna take a little bit of a dip before she shoots up in the third in the fourth quarter. Because we're in the middle of actually we're past the middle of the third quarter. But she's gonna go sideways for a little bit with a slight upward tilt before she hits a peak, and that looks like end of next week. Not this week, but next week. Just coming into the dividend. Alright, so the last trade was one twenty nine fifty-eight. uh 129.58 and it looks like the 129 is the closest um strike price if you sold that you can look to get anywhere between a buck 50 to a buck 70. and that was just almost squeaking by on the one percent return on that one if you like kimberly clark okay so that's it for today only because we've got some more to look at yes we need something to look at tomorrow i can't go through them all today and then have nothing to look at tomorrow um, but I could look at the weeklies and the weeklies, I can't guarantee how much, mo- well, I can't even say how many years in a row that they have been increasing their dividend payments. But 25 years or more is today and tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, we're going to look at, uh, spreads or triple play possibilities. We'll let the triple play, so we'll go over more of that tomorrow. That being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. And oh, hey, by the way. We're going to FinCon, which is a financial conference down in in um, Orlando, next week. Wow. And there's going to be so many people there. I can't wait to meet up with people and share what I got. Hopefully more people will be interested in making 1% or 2% per week. You no, know, I am. You know, ten minutes, less than 10 minutes a day, 1% a week. Add it up. It's not bad. And it's safe. It's predictable. And it's consistent. That being said... Um, look for things to change. I'm not saying you gotta pay for anything, I'm just saying look for things to change. The format will be different. Um, lots of stuff will be different. I I can't wait, you know, cause uh, change is a good thing. Anyway, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Talk to you guys tomorrow and when we look at the rest of the dividend achievers. Till then, have a great day.